Good morning and welcome to all of you. This is Sunday morning, January 10th, and I uh, hope we have a good broadcast, good live stream this morning. I'm down in a hotel, so I hope we get good connection and we're making the best of our situation. I'm down here for some meetings tomorrow and the next day, and we'll be speaking this morning at La Roca Church. And if you're in the Miami area, come on out. They're up in, in the Kendall area, I believe it is, um, on 107th near 48th, I believe, La Roca or The Rock Church. I speak at 11.30. We'll have a great time this morning. Um, obviously, there's a lot of concern in our country right now with all kinds of things going on, and the cancel culture is, is going like nuts on the means of communication. Uh, all kinds of things are happening. There's a story of some people got kicked off a Delta flight yesterday because they were talking about having been to the Trump rally, and they were on their way home, and, and the plane evidently, I don't know, I didn't get the whole story, whether the plane made a landing to, to remove them, what it was, but let me remind us today, let me remind us today, this is so important, there are seven big cultural influences. Here they are, the family, religion, government, business, education, arts and entertainment, and the media, which would include news and social media. These seven factors have great influence on who we are as a people, some more directly than others. Obviously, with us, you and me, uh, our family has a tremendous influence on us, and, and hopefully next in place is our church. But all of these things influence who we are, how we think, how we look at life. The things that I mentioned in the description today, what has the greatest influence on you? Obviously, your family has a bigger influence than you realize. And this is one thing we prayed about last week and we'll continue to pray about. Our education has a bigger influence than we realize. We want it to be God-centered and truthful. The things we watch on television have a big influence influence. Joe Biden, who's now about our president, you know, I, the, the ultimate example was a number of years ago when the Obama administration was standing against gay marriage or standing in favor of traditional marriage. Joe Biden, when vice president, went on uh, one of the Sunday morning talk shows and announced that he was in favor of gay marriage. He had no problem with gay marriage. And when he was pushed back, he said, really, this is not your administration policy, what changed your mind? And he attributed his change of mind to having watched Will and Grace, the television show. <laughs> well, at least he's honest because television and the things we witness there, the things we watch there, the way the characters interact, the things they laugh at, the things they make us laugh at, has a far greater influence upon our values than many of us are willing to admit. And Joe Biden acknowledged that he changed his view on what a marriage is. What a marriage is by watching Will and Grace, which is a show about a homosexual relationship. Anyway, all these things matter. And we pray for spiritual awakening and for um, uh, revival in our land. And let me tell you something. If, if the television, the secular media, our public education, 
Our secular business policies have a greater influence upon us than does our church. Then we're not going to be seeing revival in America. We're not going to be seeing this great spiritual awakening. We pray today and we want to be praying that the church would be leading the way in, in, um, in, in setting the cultural understanding and standards and conversation. Now, I know a lot of churches today, they're going to be walking a tough line because a lot of our churches don't want to be taking a strong position one way or another politically, and I can understand why not. This morning, I'm sure they're going to at least mention, hopefully mention, pray for the things that have happened in our country this week. I imagine, I, I hope they pray for our president. I hope they pray for our uh, peace in our land. I hope they pray for what is, you know, this uh, um, kind of payback that seems to be happening in our culture as one part of the Democratic Party is we're on the verge of, of uh, them having complete governmental control and it looks like they're kind of linking together with big tech to, um, you know, what, what we're seeing. So we want to pray for our churches today that our pastors would have great wisdom. They would understand what's happening in our world. They would see the need to speak on relevant issues and, and would um, speak so with power. In, in the book of Acts, it says Stephen spoke with, with power that no one could resist or refute. In Matthew, Jesus said of his, he said I, he would give us a mouth which no one could resist. No one could refute. No one could, with, Pete, with Stephen, no one could cope with the wisdom with which he was speaking. And we pray, and, and this is where we are, folks. We pray that the, our Christian leaders would be speaking with such power and authority and knowledge and wisdom that no one could resist them. Now, of course, what happens when that, what, what do they do when that happens? They persecute you. They silence you. But we'd rather speak what's true and, and declare, and then and we leave it out there, and then we leave the results with God, and we let people decide what they want to do and so forth. One other thing I just want to mention here is that our pastors are in a tough spot, and, uh, and, and again, we are reaping so much of where we've sown, and our churches, you know, there's many, many important issues that our pastors haven't spoken on clearly, and now because the people in the congregation have been so influenced by such a variety of voices. It's very difficult for them in a 30-minute sermon, 40-minute sermon to really speak clearly and to, to give direction um, in, in what's going on in our world today because simply it, it, the issues are a lot bigger than you can address in 30 minutes. And as such, uh, a lot of people can be easily alienated, easily alienated, and they don't want to do that. We do want to be staying together as a community of Christ. We want to be patient with one another. We want to be showing forbearance to one another. We want to understand not everybody sees things the way we do. And they might even, we assume we're right and they're wrong. But whether no matter who's right and who's wrong, there's we've just got so many different sources of information that have not been coming from the church. They've been coming from all sorts of other places. And people have such a divided opinion, and it is affecting our church. Might I encourage us? It's hard to forgive, but we need to do it. 
And we, it starts by saying, Father, people who think differently or people who don't see what's going on or people who might even be advocating something that I think is wrong, Father, help me to forgive them. Help me not to hold this against them. Uh, help me to reach out to them, maybe to talk with them. Maybe to try and say, I don't understand where you're coming from. Maybe in some things, you know, in, 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 when it comes to theology, we're non-compromising. When it comes to politics, sometimes we need to compromise. We don't compromise with evil. And we don't, but, but a lot of people who may be disagreeing with us or seeing things different, it might just be ignorance. It might be a different perspective. We don't compromise with evil, but we, in our country, we've got to learn how to get along with one another. Bottom line is we want to pray for our pastors to speak in such a way as to be giving us, we need Christian leaders to rise up to be giving us guidance. I'm hoping that with, with these prayer videos in the morning, that I'm helping give some guidance and that God will greatly expand our influence because we want to speak, we need to speak about things that are difficult to speak about on a Sunday morning when you only have a brief amount of time. Now let me be clear about one other thing. Of our seven cultural influences, government right now and social media, there's an urgency here. And so they rise up when something is urgent, it rises up as something more significant to discuss and pray about. But ultimately, if government is the, is, if the church does not emerge as having a far greater influence on life than, than our government does or than our social media does, well... You know what's gonna where are we where are we headed, where are we headed if if television has a bigger influence than our churches, the reality is we watch hours and hours of television, hours and hours on our social media, uh, all these things a whole a whole lot more than going to church for an hour. Somehow our churches have got to figure out how to have a powerful message because their message is a God sent message. We're praying for that an anointed message that can sink deep into our innermost being. So today we pray for our churches. I know there's an urgency in some other areas, but we pray for our churches because the, the family and the church are the most important. I stress again, we must be people who are changing our own lives within our sphere. Your family is your closest people. Work on them first. If your family is not together with you, don't go try and change the world. Start with your family. We got to work with our church, good communication, good good talking with one another. If, if, if your church isn't, if you, if you can't communicate with your church, why are we trying to change the government, right? And so we, God give us the wisdom to know the things where we can really make a difference. My friend, there are areas of this life where you can make a significant difference in another person's life or five or 10 other people's lives. And there are areas where you can't make much of a difference in all honesty. And so focus where you can make a difference today. We want to be focusing and, and praying that our churches would be on board with all that God is doing. That's where we start, all right? And, and from there, God might expand you. God might give you greater influence, greater. Uh, he might raise you up as a Daniel or a Joseph or, or an Esther or someone like this with great influence, but we start with where faith was a little thing and then God gives us more we start where we're at and we trust God to promote us and to lift us up and to give us greater influence 
And sometimes that means we, we excel in our love for the people right in our very sphere who are different. We ask God, what have we been saying? God, these people, even maybe in my church, they disagree with me. I don't hate them. I don't divide from them. I don't cancel them. God, help me to be better. Help me to love them better. Help me to articulate better. Help me, Lord, to help me to uh, win those people by my love and my good deeds, not to cancel them because I'm mad at them. And this takes grace. It's not easy. These are important things. And so this is what we want to pray about this morning. Okay, so let's go ahead and begin in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you today for this Sunday. And Lord, as we will be, many of us here will be going to church today and we'll be gathering together with the saints of the living God and we will be worshiping you. And we confess, Lord, and acknowledge, willingly acknowledge that all the things that go on around us, all the things that disturb us, all the things that, that have a certain urgency to them, all the things that are um, that, that dis are disrupted around us, Lord, in our lives, our communication, our businesses, our money, all these things, Lord, we want to thank you that today is a day, this morning is a time that we can gather with the people of God and, and help us, Lord, to put all that at rest. Help us, Lord, to lay all that, cast all of our burdens upon you because you care for us. Help us, Lord, to be able to disconnect and to, to remember and remind ourselves that our God reigns. You're on the throne. You are victorious. Help us, Lord, today to remind ourselves of all the times and all the ways that you have rescued your people, delivered your people, and brought victories to your people. All the, all the ways, Lord, that you, you're the God who took them through the Red Sea. You're the God who raised Jesus from the dead. You're the God who answered Elijah by fire up on Mount Carmel. You're the God who, who delivered uh, the Israelites out of, out of uh, Egypt in a single day. After all those plagues, those 10 plagues, the destruction after the, the, the land of Egypt that was once such a vibrant, productive place had just been devastated, you delivered your people victoriously and you created a new nation of them. Lord, we, we just think of so many things that you've done. Lord, often the great victories that you give come after the darkest looking times. The resurrection came after the crucifixion. The, the, the Red Sea came after the, the children of Israel were trapped by, the, by, by Pharaoh's army. The, the, the deliverance out of Egypt came after the 10 plagues. Lord, we thank you. We pray today, help us to know your ways. Help us to understand how you work. We don't want to have a, just a, a, a silly, feel-good, positive attitude. We want to know the ways of God. We want to see, Lord, that often your greatest deliverances and your greatest victories come in what had been the darkest of hours. And Father, I pray for us. We, we've had quite a lot, bit of light in our country. We've had this, we, we haven't really lived through terribly dark hours like so many people throughout history. Even our worst here, Lord, has been we have to wear a mask when we go in a store or we've, or we, uh, have to do our school through the video rather than in person. Even our worst things, Lord, 
have been so much better, so much freer, so much more prosperous than, than so many throughout history. And yet, Lord, we are alarmed. We are concerned at things happening in our culture. We are concerned with the big tech, the, the, the purging of conservatives. We are concerned with how isolated we've become. We are concerned that, that communication is being cut off. We're concerned, Lord, that, that uh, people who don't see eye to eye don't have the same vision for our country and may very much disdain us are gaining great power. All these things concern us, Lord, but we thank you that none of it means you're not on the throne. None of it means you don't you didn't see it coming. None of it means you don't have a better plan and a great victory. You are a God of deliverances, and we praise you. Today, Lord, help us to remember that. You are our rock. You are our refuge. You are the one to whom we look. You are the one who will guide us confidently. You will guide us every step of the way. We trust in you. We, we acknowledge you in all of our ways. We trust in you with all of our heart. We believe, Lord, that we commit our ways to you and you will establish our path. Lord, all these things. So this morning in church and this day, on this Sunday, Lord, might we re refresh ourselves and remind ourselves in who you are, your mighty power. There's no one greater than you. All, all the enemies rise up against you and you sit in the heaven and you laugh. Lord, it's, it's, it's like you, you're, you're the ultimate chess player. It's not us. You see the piece. You look ahead. You see where the moves are coming. You lay traps for your enemies, and you provide great deliverances for your children, and we thank you. Today, well, Lord, we do pray for our churches. We pray, Lord, that our churches would speak, that they would be, our pulpits would be thundering forth truths from God. I pray, Lord, that our pastors would be helping us grow and change in the areas we can most change. We pray, Lord, we, we've asked that we this year would be a year that we rise up and we be better. We live better lives. We have better families. We have greater joy. We have greater poise and confidence. We have better ideas. We explain them better. We, we live in that no matter what happens, Lord, we, that our lives live in such a way that people notice that basically ask, we're asking, Lord, that our light could be bright and could shine and would be a brilliant testimony to the God who lives in us, to the Savior whom we follow. We believe, Lord, that living for you is better. We believe, Lord, living for you is the blessed life, the triumphant life, the victorious life. And so, Lord, no matter what happens to us outwardly, we remind ourselves we have something the world did not give us and the world cannot take it away from us. There are things they can take from us, but they cannot take our relationship with you. They cannot take the joy in our heart. They cannot take the assurance of our salvation. These things are critical. This is what matters. Lord, I pray today that you would help us to remind ourselves of this, help our churches and our pastors to build these things into us. Lord, I know that today, I know some of my brothers who are speaking in churches have difficult words they must share. Uh, it's, it's a fine line they must walk with, with congregations that are often divided over issues because we've, we've got so many different sources of information. Lord, help our pastors today speak well, speak wisely, speak words of encouragement, speak words that, are, that give us leadership and guidance. 
Lord, help our pastors today to, to bless the congregation. Help them, Lord, in whatever messages they're teaching, to teach with power, with persuasion, with an anointing of your Holy Spirit, that the words of God would sink deep into our soul. And even though they only have a brief time to speak, Lord, their words would ring in our heart far more so than any other words we hear all week long. We pray for the pastor. There are shepherds, Lord. There are leaders. They're, they care for our soul. They watch over us. I pray, Lord, bless them today. Help them, to, help them, Lord, to have great discernment, understanding. Help them to be hearing your voice. Help them, Lord, for this. And uh, we pray for these things today. Thank you for this day. We walk in your joy. Give us, your, give us your, the filling of your Holy Spirit this very day and uh, guard our path. Protect us from all evil today, Lord. I pray today, Father, for people who are suffering. I pray today, Lord, for people who've suffered loss, uh, particularly with this coronavirus or any other illness. I pray bring healing to people who are sick, bring comfort to people who are suffering. Lord, uh, I, I pray for this. I pray for people today, Lord, who are fearful. Give them peace, and give them confidence in you, give them encouragement. Lord, we pray today, Lord, for people who are lonely, in particular people who are wish they could go to church today and they can't. I pray, Father, that, that you would touch them in a very personal way. Help us remember if there's anyone we should call or visit today. Lord, we pray for all of these things. And we ask it, bless you today in Jesus' holy name. And, and finally, Lord, we do pray for our president. We do wanna pray for our leaders. Lord, it just seems like there's so much vengeance going on in Washington now and payback and, and uh, uh, it's, it's not healthy, Lord. No matter which side it has it, Lord, we, we, we just don't. We, we pray that there would that our leaders would somehow rise above. And we do pray for our president, vice president. I, I know, Lord, this must be a time of feeling very lonely and abandoned and, and backstabbed and things of this. I pray you'd help our president to be turning to you Help President Trump, Lord, to find peace from you. Help him, Lord, to grow through these experiences and to, and to become, uh, to, to, to see you in your hand. And I pray, Father, you would help him with the serenity prayer, to know the things he can change and have the courage to do it, to know the things he can't change and to accept that and have the wisdom to know the difference. We pray for him. We pray these things today. Bless you. Fill us with your joy as we walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. And thanks for joining me today. God bless you. Uh, I, will, I, I will see you again here tomorrow. If you're new, we want to welcome you. Make sure you subscribe and uh, hit the notification button. And also, if you don't get my daily email newsletter, go to my website, tomthepreacher.com tomthepreacher.com. Sign up for my daily email. Um, uh, I write five nights a week and send that, and I hope you will join us on that as well, and it'll be a source of encouragement, inspiration, edification, and so on. You have a great day. Walk with the Lord when you're in church. Greet your brothers and sisters. Love them in the Lord. Uh, embrace them in Christ and worship our King. Amen. Amen and amen. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30, right here on this live stream. Bye-bye.